When I was approximately 38 years old, God spoke to me. I thought I was a Christian at the time. I had gone forth at a church and was baptized. But I didn't have the Spirit of God. Nothing changed after I was baptized the first time. Nothing changed. I went on with my life pursuing what I wanted. But when I was 38, God spoke to me and said, Joan, you know those mistakes you've been making all these years? Those weren't mistakes. Those were sins. I was shocked. I said, sins? I thought they were mistakes. From that moment forward, I was changed. It is God speaking to us that causes us to be born again. He gives us his spirit at that point in time. We are sealed by the spirit of God. After that, I was taken into heaven in the night. And I was with God, with Christ, with the Holy Spirit. I had no images, but I knew I was with him. I was merged into the body of Jesus, made one with the word of God, with the God and the Holy Spirit witnessing. It was wonderful. A few nights later, the exact same thing happened a second time. I didn't know what it meant. I thought all Christians had this experience. It was several weeks later before I learned this was not something all Christians had happened to them. I was having breakfast with one of my friends. He's about 10 years younger than I. Bill had the personality of a St. Bernard dog. He was a big guy and like a puppy. He was just bouncy, and he had been a Catholic and was born again. And he was uh, he had been born again as a Catholic, and then he came out of the Catholic Church and went to some other place, some other church, some non-denominational church. But anyway, Bill all the time talked about being a Christian. I thought he was crazy because I thought, well, isn't everybody a Christian? This was before I was born again, when I thought I was a Christian. One morning after I had been taken into heaven twice, Bill and I were having breakfast, and I said, Bill, you know, you're right about this Christian thing. It really is great. That's, that's really wonderful. And I said, the thing I like best is that thing where you're taken into heaven in the night. Bill was eating his food, and he just kept eating, and he said, what thing? And I said, well, I don't know what it's called. You're taken into heaven, and you're with God, and you're with Jesus, you're with the Holy Spirit. And at that time, you're merged into the body of Jesus and made one with the Word of God. By that time, Bill had stopped eating and was staring directly at me. And he said, what are you talking about? And that was the first time I ever realized this was not an experience that all Christians had. After that, I began to have very serious bouts with, we called it satanic attacks. It was very serious. I owned a business at the time, and I was attending a prayer group, and the people at my business location would call the prayer group when this would happen to me, and they would begin praying for me, and I would get better. Usually, I would just go home and get in bed and hold on to the mattress and say, Praise God. Thank you for my salvation. For I knew I was a Christian. 
I knew God had talked to me. I knew he had taken me into heaven twice. And I would just say that over and over. Praise God. Thank you for my salvation. Praise God. Thank you for my salvation. And eventually the attack would stop and I would fall asleep usually. My workers contacted a, a professor at Dallas Theological Seminary. He came to try to help me. Walt said to me, Well, Joan, just put on the whole armor of God. That will protect you from these attacks. When the attack starts, put on the whole armor of God. And I said, fine, how do I do that? He said, well, you just put on Jesus. And I said, well, fine, how do I do that? He couldn't tell me. I knew Ephesians 6. I knew it said, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. But I didn't know how to do it. I think a few years passed before God opened my eyes to understand some of this passage of Scripture. How to put on the whole armor of God. What is the armor of God? Ephesians chapter 6, start at verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord, which is being strong in the Word of God, really. Jesus is the Lord, and Jesus is the Word. So when it says, be strong in the Lord, it's talking about be strong in that Word which has been given you by the Spirit of God. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand." Verse 14, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, take the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And I saw the parts of the armor of God. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith, the helmet of salvation, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, and prayer. So those are the parts of the armor of God, and we dress ourselves with those parts. We continually live in truth, make it our goal to live in truth. People say many things, 
Christians say things that aren't true. Church people say things that aren't truth. Ministers say things that aren't truth. We have to dress in truth. How do we know truth? Truth is in Jesus, the Word. The Word given by God is truth. It can be a scripture or it can be a word brought directly to us by the Spirit of God or it can be a word delivered to us in a dream. But always truth is in what God says. Peace. I think as I've grown older, I have been able to live in more peace. When you are younger, there are so many lusts of the flesh. And these were some of the things causing me to have the depression of the spiritual attacks when I was a first, first a Christian because there were certain things I wanted. I wanted to marry. I wanted a husband. I wanted this or that. And when I didn't get them, they opened the doors for depression. As we get older, I think we learn more to say, Thy will be done. I think we learn a little more about praying according to the will of God. And if we pray according to the will of God, we know He hears us and we know our prayers will be answered when we pray according to the will of God. If you can't get your prayers answered, you might be praying something that's not according to the will of God. For I believe it is in 1 John chapter 5 where he tells us if we pray according to the will of God, then we know God hears us, and if he hears us, we know we have that which we have prayed of God. Peace is thy will be done. Trouble is often when we want something that we haven't been able to get for ourselves and we fail to trust in the understanding that God will give us all good things and some things are not going to be good for us. A small child wants a piece of candy. The parent gives the candy to the child and what does the child want? More candy. There comes a point that the parent will not give the child any more candy, for it is bad for the child. There are times we want things at one point in life that we look back later saying, well, oh, I'm glad I didn't marry him. But we were very upset at the time it didn't work out. So you see, we don't always know what's best for us. We come to the position of understanding that God knows what's best for us. And as a child belonging to God, he will give us the good things and protect us from the things we should not have. So peace is something I think we do grow into as we develop more trust in God. The shield of faith is part of the armor of God. And certainly we use the shield of faith all the time. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. It comes by hearing what God says to us. I had a house in Texas when I moved to Colorado that I put up for sale. It did not sell. A whole year passed and it did not sell. sell. 
But I knew it would sell. You know how I knew it would sell? Because God had said to me when I left that house, I left the house to go to the hospital because I had fallen at the house. The ambulance workers came to take me to the hospital. I was on a gurney. They rolled me past the front door. And I heard these words from God by his spirit in the form of a thought that came into my mind. You will never see this house again. You will never see this house again. It didn't disturb me because by that time in my life, I was 80 at the time that happened, by that time in my life, I've had, I'd had a lot of experience with God. And I knew that if he was removing me from that location in Texas, he was going to put me in a place that would be even better than that location in Texas, which is exactly what he did. Now, is it the will of God for that house to sell? Absolutely. I had prayed many times by the will of God for the house to sell. But a whole year went past and that house didn't sell. At the very height of the 2020 coronavirus problem, at the end of March 2020, I turned to God and I said, Is there anything that I should be doing about that house in Texas? Is there any other thing I should do? And I had this concept brought to my mind, reduce the price of the house, put it on a one-week special price. I contacted my realtor, said, lower the price of the house by $50,000 immediately and say it is a one-week sale. She asked me if she could do it for two weeks, and I said, okay, you can do it for two weeks, but I knew it was going to be one week. The house sold in two days. Our prayers sometimes look like they're not being answered, but in time I found they are answered. And I knew I was praying by the will of God. What did I need a house in Texas for if I would never see it again? So I was sure it was the will of God for that house to sell. But it was a test of faith. So the shield of faith is the word that we hear from God. In that case, the word, the shield of faith was, you'll never see this house again. It wasn't a scripture, but it's as much a scripture as a scripture because it's the word of God. And it doesn't matter whether the word of God is a word from a scripture or a word brought directly to your mind. If it's from God, it's the word of God and it has the power of God. So we take the shield of faith. That's part of the armor of God. We stand on that thing that God has shown us. We take the helmet of salvation. That salvation in Jesus in the word. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And we fight the thoughts the devil would bring, which are contrary to the things God brings to us. John 10.10, 10, the thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. The devil brings thoughts to our mind which would harm us. Our own flesh often brings thoughts to our minds which would cause us to desire things that are bad for us. But Jesus comes to give us a more abundant life. 
So the thoughts that come from the Spirit of God, from Jesus, will lead us into a more abundant life when we follow those thoughts. And prayer is a part of the armor of God. Always. Prayer is always a part. When we're disturbed about a fear of something that may happen tomorrow, what do we do about that fear? Hopefully we pray. We pour out our heart before God, talking to Him about the fear, asking Him to show us if there's anything we should do about this problem. We don't just assume that it'll be taken care of. We pray. Philippians 4, 6. We pray about everything, in everything, through prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God, and the peace of God that passeth all understanding will keep your hearts through Christ Jesus. I had a Church of Christ cousin who was about 16 years older than I. Her husband died, and he had been dead for 10 years, and I talked with her, or I think she sent me a letter, and she told me, she says, I do very well during the day, but when evening comes, I have trouble. And I sent a letter immediately giving her Philippians 4, uh, 6 and 7, and I said, Jean, turn to God when that fear starts coming or the depression or being pulled down because Charles isn't there. Turn to God in prayer and just say, please help me, and he will. The next time I heard from her, she told me exactly the same thing. She hadn't turned to God. See, you have to take that armor of God. You have to apply it properly. I, I never did think Jean had the Spirit of God. I never thought she followed God. After I was born again, truly born again, I was rebaptized. And Jean told me, she said, You've already been baptized. And I said, Yes, but I wasn't born again. And I knew she didn't understand what it meant to be born again. She spent 97 years attending church, and I don't believe she ever understood what it meant to be born again. I saw no evidence of her being led by the Spirit of God. She was led by what they told her at church. It's a very sad thing. And often I prayed that before she died, that God would reach her by His Spirit. So, all of this is a matter of growing in God through following either scripture or specific words given to you by God. Step by step, we follow the word of God as far as it will take us. And then I've always found there will be another word. And we follow that word. And this is the way we get to the place God wants us at any specific point in time. By following and living that word given to you by God. The scriptures I've spoken today will be printed out for you on our blog. If you will go to Jesus Ministries Exhortations, tap on podcast on the right side of the home page you will be able to find this broadcast putting on the whole armor of God 
and you will see all these scriptures written out for you. Again, the name of our blog is Jesus Ministries Exhortations. Thank you for allowing me to speak to you today.